is the Fade Five Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. That's right! It's Thursday! We got football Americano on the schedule, which means place your bets. Brad, the big noise, Evans back with you. The good sir, Nathaniel Lundy as well. And then a snorefest of a matchup tonight between the Steelers and Browns, divisional foes. On which I think field goals are going to be plenty. Uh, we do have something at least uh, to entertain us and wager on. So let's go ahead and jump immediately into the fray. Steelers, Browns, and Seatown. Cleveland is favored by four and a half with a 38 and a half total. Pull this line for BetMGM. And uh, right now, about 65% of the public action taken, the visitors and the points on the four and a half what say you lundy uh i say cleveland wins it uh but everything about the line and the spread of this game i absolutely despise um i'm gonna be (laughs) honest with you uh loved it i mean didn't it open brad at like 40 40 and a half and it's basically been bet down um i've seen it at 38 and a half i've seen it at a flat 38 um which i think is where DraftKings has it as of tape time here on the pod um so i'm gonna go with a final of 20 to 16 um so i'm on the under um to your point i think there's going to be a lot of field goals if i do the math there 2016 it means i'm looking at what five field goals between the two of them um so i think we're going to see a lot of field goals weather by the way is supposed to be cloudy about 60 degrees and call the winds around 20 so it's just kind of cool yeah it's your typical upper midwest uh you know football game um so but i'm going to take cleveland to win it uh i think the home team wins um, but I'm going to say about 20 to 16, but I can tell you right now, the spread, the total for the most part, unless I'm outlining some stuff, I'm staying away from it tonight. Yeah, I'm going 19 to 17. Uh, I think again, uh, the active legs of both kickers, uh, will be the center of this entire contest. And I mean, this is a game that's worthy of NyQuil chicken, to be honest with you, you know, marinated, whether green or red is your flavor, doesn't really matter. Consume it and just go night-night because uh, this game is going to be uh, quite a bore, I think, from start to finish. And that's why I'm digging the under. Uh, and I also like Pittsburgh, as I mentioned, too, plus the four and a half. So I'm Joe Public tonight, but I think Joe Public is going to get it right. All right, with that put to rest, uh, let's go ahead and jump in on another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right. Uh, there's props, props, and more player props, of course, uh, for Thursday Night Football. And this will keep our blood stirring. This will keep us awake through what uh, will likely be a snooze fest, as I mentioned. And let's go rub-a-dub-dub, Nick Chubb first. Uh, will the Chubb Club be open? Not on the ground. Uh, we've seen his rush yards prop really spike. It opened at some books at 79 and a half. It's as high as 85 and a half at tape time here. But I want to focus in on receiving yards. It's just six and a half. And that's come down from where it opened at eight and a half. Pulled this from BetMGM at minus 115. And I'm taking the over here, Lundy. On the Chub Club. Bottle service for everybody. Great Goose. Class A Azul. Top shelf liquors only. I need one catch. That's it. I think he he could easily do it on the one reception, given the break tackle skills. He's got 3.69 yards of a contact per attempt, and he was one of the front runners in that category last year uh, through the first couple of games is what he's posted. And 19 missed tackles forced. That's number one in the NFL right now. So we know he's got the shimmy, the shake, the power. 
Uh, he had three catches for 26 yards last week in that shootout against the Jets. And the Steelers have given up 13 catches for a buck 16 through the air to rushers. So, you know, give me one, two receptions, and Chubb, I think, nails this. Uh, hopefully he won't pull a Travis Etienne and fumble backwards and we lose on a prop like we did in week one. So stay the course, dub dub Nick Chubb. Give me the over, six and a half receiving yards, minus 115 at BetMGM. Lundy, is this a sneaky fade or follow? No, I'll follow this one because of how low the number is. You're going to see something similar with Chubb coming up in bonus time from me as I get a little crazy with the cheese whiz on a, a crossover same-game parlay. We'll talk about that. But um, I, I think he gets up over this because I think he can do it in one catch. We know he can certainly do it within two. I think this is, again, it's going to be a snooze fest of a game. Uh, chances are I'm going to be flipping the channels. Like if Jaws is on, I'll be watching that and then occasionally <laughs> coming back uh, to check the score, maybe mix in a little Twister, I'm just saying, you know, just if Twister's on, I, I always have to watch it. I can't help it. Uh, so you just put all that together. I, this is going to be such a boring-ass game. Uh, but I do believe you might occasionally some flickers of fun on the offensive side. I think that'll be the case here uh, with Chubb. So give me the over in this one uh, as the guys on uh, Amazon Prime try to keep us all awake. Dunna, dunna, da 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 Take the over on Nick Chubb. Receiving yards. Number four. All right, let's go to uh, Nick Chubb's backfield compadre, his partner, his dance partner. That is Kareem Hunt. And I'm going to take the under here, Lundy, on 43 and a half rushing yards for Hunt in this one. You look at what uh, Hunt has done this season. You know, he's seen 39 and a half percent of the opportunity share, just over 51% of the snap share. And, you know, that's uh, kind of par for the course for him. He's made the most of it so far. He's averaging 12 carries per game. And a guy, you know, he's going to be right around this total, likely in the end. Uh, but you look at the underlying numbers, uh, you know, uh, an impressive 3.67 yards of contact per attempt. He's forced to mix tackle 25% of the time. That all feeds into the over narrative. But why I like the under, again, I think it's going to be a black and blue fest. And Pittsburgh has a relatively stiff defense. They've given up just 3.92 yards per carry to the running back position and 102 rush yards per game. So Hunt probably going to get around 10 carries in this one. I'm thinking 39, 40 yards, 43 and a half, a little too rich for my blood. So I'm fading it. So are you going to fade me? Fade or follow Kareem Hunt under 43 and a half. Rush yards, minus 114 at Bet Rivers. So, so far, I've not had a lot of luck uh, with my player props on Kareem Hunt. Uh, he keeps doing the opposite of what I expect of him so far through week one and week two. So I don't think I have a choice but to fade you in this one because my gut says he's going to go under, which means based on my history through the first two weeks with Kareem Hunt, uh, he's going to wind up clipping the over and just barely. He's going to completely screw me like he did last week. Brad, last week, let's let's talk here for a second. Last week. His longest reception was 12 and a half. I took the under. Why? Because the Jets weren't allowed. The, the longest reception the Jets had allowed was 10. You know what he finished? 13. He hooked me. The son of a yep. bitch hooked me. Which means, which means he's probably going to hook one of us on this. He's going to finish with either 43, which will screw me over because I'm going to fade you and take the over. Or he's going to finish with 44 and screw you because that's what Kareem Hunt does to us. Uh, he does. Uh, lots of screwing with Kareem Hunt. Please be kind to me. 
number three. All right, uh, let's go ahead and get some plus odds action in here and do a little uh, OGP or same game parlay. Uh, They call it OGPs at BetMGM, and that's where I constructed this little two-legger. And it's uh, leg number one, Deontay Johnson of the Steel Towners, uh, five-plus receptions. And I'm going to parlay that with his teammate, Pat Firemuth. Four-plus receptions. You get it at plus odds, plus 105. At BetMGM. Why am I high on both these gentlemen? Well, Deontay Johnson has seen uh, really an absurd workload thus far. 22 targets, 13 receptions for 112 yards. Yeah, it's a blast of box scored yardage. But, yeah, seven receptions against the Bengals, six receptions against the Patriots. Uh, and he had 31.4 target share in total percentage-wise uh, in both of those contests combined. Uh, he's working close to the line, only 5.1 yards per target because Mitchell Trubisky really struggles even down the field. And he's going to get some great Newsom in coverage. Now, Newsom's been decent, giving up just an 81.7 passer rating through the first two weeks. And Cleveland as a whole, though, giving up 7.63 yards per attempt. This is all about volume for Deontay Johnson. I think he catches at least five balls. And if you just want the individual prop on the five-and-a-half receptions, I'd lean over on that as well. I think it's going to be six-plus in the end. And look at Pat Fryermuth, uh, another guy who has seen an incredible target share early on this season, 24.3% in that category. That's 17 total looks from Trubiscuits in total. And I think he's going to be fed uh, you know, the ball early and often. Yet again, he had five for 75 against Cincinnati. Last week, I humbled a little bit, but still had four receptions for 22 yards and a touchdown against New England. Uh, Cleveland giving up nine for 94 in total to tight ends through two weeks, including six catches to Tyler Conklin. So here in the end, I think it's at least four grabs of the uh, pigskin by Firemuth. And again, slapping that together with Deontay Johnson. I got a plus 105 at BetMGM. Vader, follow. Uh, I say Pat finishes right at four. So this that's going to be the side of it. I think Deontay actually gets to six or seven. So I feel pretty comfortable on the first leg. I like the plus odds. I think Pat, though, is going to finish right at four. That's what my gut tells me. So I think this is one that we might be like, all right, we're sitting on three. We're sitting on three. We're sitting Sweating. on three. Yeah, exactly. I think we're going to be feeling that a little bit. But I, I like this one, and I like the fact that it's a nice, simple uh, uh, plus odds at a 105 there at BetMGM. Good one to be able to put together. Um, it, I like these little same gamers. I like these little two-leg same gamers. I said it last week on the pod. I say it again this week. Don't get crazy. Build yourself a couple of very, very simple ones. I did that last week, as a matter of fact, on You Bet Pro Football, the Sunday show on Altitude. Did three different, very simple three-leg uh, ones, and we went 3-0. and and they were stupid simple, folks. And I understand it's not sexy when the odds are plus 120, plus 108, crap like that. Who cares? You won. Get over yourself. Yeah, build the old bankroll with the OGP. Number two. All right, Newborough Dose here on the Fade 5. Uh, how about Najee Harris in a full fade? Uh, well, hence the podcast name, The Fade Five, and that's exactly what I'm doing here on Harris Rush Yards. Uh, pulled this one from points bet, minus 120 on 55 and a half on that under. Most of the books still at 54 and a half as well, and I would still be under on that. Now, Cleveland has given up north of four yards per carry at 4.27 through the first couple of weeks, but they're also only allowing 57 rush yards per game 
to the running back position. And, you know, it's not like they have uh, faced the Sisters of the Motherless Poor uh, last week, 15-49 uh, to Damian Harris. Uh, Cincinnati, they held Joe Mixon just 23 yards in week number one. Uh, and you look at Harris, uh, not exactly banging the box score by any stretch of the imagination, just 2.44 yards after contact per attempt. He's forced only two missed tackles on 25 attempts. And a guy that you know is probably going to hover around this number uh, here in the end. So uh, they actually didn't face Mixon. I was misreading my uh, own handwriting. It was uh, scribbled and it's chicken scratch. They played the Jets in a hall. And Michael Carter had 73 in total, but he still was under this number. So now I got the record straight. Yeah. Will that be the case with Najee Harris on this under Lundy? 55 and a half rush yards. Hopefully you can read your own handwriting. Minus 120 at points bet. No, I can't read my own handwriting. And folks, I've actually seen Brad's notes uh, when we've done our TV it's shows awful. before. And it is awful. I have no <laughs> idea how he can see anything that he wrote down. Um, he's just making shit up is basically what he's yep. doing. Um, this is look, I, I don't like a lot about this game, not the least of which is the fact that I think it's going to be a snooze fest. Um, there's a lot that I don't like about this game. And in part, I think the odds makers have done a really good job with the lines. I just referenced that with the Kareem Hunt one um, that I think he's going to be really close to that damn number. And I think Chubb's going to be really close to this one so to be honest this isn't one that i would want to bet um you know i'd much rather uh stay away from this and find another prop that i like a little bit better for purposes of this based on the defense i'll i'll follow you in terms of the under but i'm telling you right now this is not one that i would bet Najee harris straight up nasty and that's a good kind numbers on the ground bank on that number one all right, uh, numero uno here. And, of course, it is a rush yards prop uh, tied to a quarterback. And uh, get your brisket ready. Welcome it's to the-, the party, Brad. Welcome to the Jacoby Brissett party, everybody. If you have been paying attention, oh, you're cashing tickets right now. Well, uh, truth be told, I got this number when it opened at nine and a half. And Same. it has jumped to 13 and a half rush yards at minus 110 at MGM. And I'm still taking the over with the brisket. Uh, serve them up and hopefully be uh, delectable here in the end. And I believe it will be. Uh, you look at Pittsburgh and what they have given up uh, on the ground. Uh, to Joe Burrow, six carries for 47 yards. Uh, last week, Mac Jones had seven, but he's uh, running in quickstand uh, for six yards. So he was uh, well shy of that number. But you look at Brissett, uh, had 10 in week one. And then last week, six for 43. I think the truth is going to be somewhere in the middle for him. You know, he's a guy that moves well, six foot four, 230 pounds. Uh, he loves the quarterback sneaks on short down distances, especially fourth downs. But he can also run outside the numbers and on a team that is predicated on running the football, Cleveland's run it uh, about 55% of the time so far this year. I think it'll be some opportunistic runs. I think it'll be some designed runs for Brissett. So on at least a handful of rush attempts, I think he gets to at least 15 rushing yards. And here the line is at 13 and a half. So fade or follow on that over. Jacoby Brissett, 13 and a half rush yards, just minus 110. At BetMGM. I told everybody, welcome to the party. I was all about nine and a half was the number last week. He got past that one. It opened at nine and a half again this week. And everybody thought, oh, wait a minute. Uh, 
might want to jump on that. And then the odds makers, of course, <laughs> had to adjust accordingly and get it up to 13. I agree with you. I think I think he actually gets somewhere between 16 and 19. So he's going to surpass this number, even though it's climbed. So obviously loved it at nine and a half. Still like it at 13 and a half. It'll be a little bit closer than the comfort level you had where it opened. But if he does this again, Brad, next week he's going to open at probably 11 and a half or 12 and a half. It's gonna, this is just going to keep going. So this is another one of those that you got to jump on early in the week. You got to pay attention. Make sure you're following Brad and I on Twitter because when these guys pump out these numbers early, and I'm talking about the books, when they post those numbers, we try to let you know what you can jump on immediately in the week before things start moving because we see this. We see two, three, four, sometimes upwards of double-digit yardage movement with these guys. Um, and this is one that you could have jumped on. I did the same thing you did. I saw it at nine and a half when it opened, and I couldn't click the bet now fast enough. Uh, it was one of those, like, I'm trying to log in, right? Like, I'm tapping. I'm trying to do, like, yeah. the face ID, and I'm holding my phone at weird angles, trying to get my damn face ID to get done so that I can get in there and make the bet before somebody manages to change the line. So, love this one. Love the fact that it's at number one. It's my favorite bet of the Thursday night game, even though – this game's going to suck. Yeah, it really is. It's going to be painful. Thank God Illinois is playing uh, the mighty Chattanooga Mocs tonight in college football. So that will divert <laughs> my attention probably all for like a quarter. But uh, I got something else to lean on as well. And I also too, Lundy. Oh, let's just get to it. I got other action. in bonus time. And I know you do as well. Uh, and I got some other action on the college gridiron. But I'm going to give you the floor first. What else do you like tonight? Okay, let's uh, roll through these. We're getting a little bit uh, interesting, shall we say, uh, with a couple of these. First of all, uh, over at DraftKings, the best odds uh, in the biz right now are at a minus 105. I will take Nick Chubb for an anytime touchdown. Even though you and I believe this is going to be uh, a bit of a field goal fest, potentially a snooze fest in terms of the overall total, I do think that Chubb finds the end zone. And like I said, right now the best odds are a minus 105 for an anytime touchdown at DraftKings. Everybody else has him higher than that. So grab that one at DK. Uh, let, I said that I had a crossover same-game parlay with our friends at DraftKings. So this is where you got a couple of legs in one sport, one game, uh, or, and then another one in another sport. So let's look at this one. Uh, give me uh, – you know how much I hate Amari Cooper, but still, uh, give me Amari Cooper to have 35 or more receiving yards. Just 35. Pretty low threshold, okay? Give me Nick Chubb for three yards or more. So I brought our six-and-a-half down, Okay. Then I'm going to bounce over to the Yankees-Red Sox game. I need a hit from Anthony Rizzo, and I need a hit from Tommy Pham. That's all I need out of those two guys, and it's because if you look at the batting history, Rizzo's got a 404 lifetime average against Michael Walker. Look over at Tommy Pham. He's got a 412 lifetime average against uh, uh, Talion, uh, uh, the pitcher for the Yankees. So you put those two together. I need a hit out of each of those guys. And then I need the stats out of the Thursday nighter. That is a plus 298. At the one that has me the most concerned, to be honest with you, is making sure that Amari Cooper gets to 35 plus in what you and I believe is going to be a ground and pound type of game. But that's the payday on that one. Then I'm going to do a two leg alt line in college football tonight. Yes, I'm leaving the Illini out of this, by the way. Um, West Virginia and Virginia Tech. I brought the total down. Give me the over at 44 and a half. 
The standard line is 50. I'm bringing it down to 44 and a half. Then give me Georgia State plus seven and a half. I say they can keep it within a touchdown. I even think the Panthers might win this outright, but I'm going to go ahead and buy myself the uh, cushion. So if I take the over uh, at 44 and a half alt line with West Virginia and Vatek, if I take Georgia State plus seven and a half, that is a plus 109 from DraftKings. And finally, folks, as much as we are enjoying what's happening with Aaron Judge right now, do you know what his lifetime average is against Michael Walker? 0.0. He is 0 for 14 with nine strikeouts lifetime against Waka, and that is who is going to be on the bump for the Red Sox. So if you go to Bet Rivers right now, it's at plus 102. At DraftKings, it's a minus 110 for him to have under one and a half total bases as much fun as it's been all the bonuses for him to hit number 60 for him to hit number 61 this is the one pitching matchup he's got this week where he freaking sucks uh and has not been able to get off the schneid now you watch just because of that he's probably going to go yard in his first pitch um just to just to spite me but if history means anything he does not have a good history against Waka, so I'm going to take the under on Judge. I say this is the one off night, and then he manages to get to number 61 as we roll into the weekend. There you go. There's my bonus time, brother. All right, since you're a one-nut wonder on that uh, Georgia State and Coastal Carolina game, I'm going to go full team Ramos on it. I say Georgia State wins it at plus 110 right now. Give me the plus odds. I, I don't know if you've seen who uh, Coastal Carolina has played, but it's, uh, it's pretty piss-poor competition. They beat Army. They barely got by Gardner Webb, and they beat a downtrodden Buffalo team, thirty-eight to twenty-six. Meanwhile, Georgia State played South Carolina. Yeah, they got beat up pretty badly, thirty-five to fourteen. Pushed North Carolina to the limit at thirty-five to twenty-eight, and barely lost to Charlotte at forty-two to forty-one last week. Both these defenses are non-existent. Uh, Panthers giving up four hundred twenty-four point seven total yards per game. Coastal Carolina three ninety-two flat total yards per game allowed. But Darren Granger, the quarterback of the wow, Panthers, has gotten it done. Eight to two touchdown to interception split. He will be the difference maker tonight. He carves up the Fighting Cox, also known as the Chanticleers, and they get the win straight up, their first of the season. So uh, don't be swayed by. Uh, the surface records, yes, I know Coastal Carolina is undefeated, but again, who they played and Georgia State has played more meaningful competition, but they get their first win of the year. Elsewhere for yours, Chile. Uh, I know why I was talking like a Brit there. Uh, give me David Njoku for an anytime touchdown stop tonight. Why? It's plus 400 right now at BetMGM. Uh, it's crazy good value. Uh, the guy's only seeing 10.5% uh, of the target here, but he's running 20 and a half routes per game. He's a fixture inside the red zone. He's already had a couple of goal line looks this year. Hasn't cashed in yet. I know the Steelers have yet to allow a tight end touchdown. Uh, but again, you know, you look at Hayden Hurst. Last week, he was able to do some damage underneath. Five for 46. No score. Uh, but I, I got a, an inkling, a sneaky suspicion here that uh, David Njoku gets an end zone stomp spike and celebrates uh, and a plus 400. Why the hell not? It's worth a sprinkle, in my opinion. Also worth a wager. Oh, let's do a one-game parlay, shall we? In this game, uh, give me the under. And now I'm going to play this on an alt line up to 47 and a half. 
uh, which there's no way in hell it's going to get there. I would be shocked. I think these guys would have to be drugged uh, for this total to reach 48 overall, uh, given the, you know, the propensity of each of these offenses and uh, the upside of each defense. And, Drew, I know Cleveland's been putting up points, you know, 26 and 30 in the first couple of games, but uh, this is going to be reality. And it's going to set in here probably in the teens that we talked about at the top of the show. So total under 47 and a half. Uh, again, give me Friar Muth, four-plus receptions for all the reasons I mentioned earlier in the show. And then Najee Harris, I can't believe they had a suppressed line, an alt-line offered of five or more receiving yards. That's it. I mean, the guy had five for 40 last week, and he is a fixture as a safety valve for Mitch Trubisky uh, underneath and in the flat. He's averaging 14 and a half routes run per game, and Cleveland has given up 11 receptions to running back. So total under 47 and a half, Friar move four plus catches, and Najee Harris five plus receiving yards, plus 155 at MGM. Gotta love that. And uh, I'm out of picks. I uh, got a ton more already posted for week number three. Uh, please follow my spreadsheet. Follow Lundy's free spreadsheet as well on Twitter. Me at Noisy Huevos and Lundy at Nate Lundy. Drop us a rating and or review, whether it's on YouTube, if you're watching this podcast, or if you're just listening to it in traditional form, wherever you download and get your podcast. Any kind of positive feedback obviously helps us here in the end. And that is a wrap on today's edition of the Fade Five. We'll be back tomorrow. And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you.